Yeah, joined on the line now by uh, uh, Musidi Shumang, uh, consumer education expert out at the South African Insurance Association. Musidi, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Ayabongwa, and, and good evening to the Metro FM listeners. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, maybe just briefly, uh, South African Insurance Association, who is uh, SIA, and uh, yeah, what, what kind of work do they do out in the world of consumer education about financial services? Um, so African Insurance Association is an association of uh, what we call non-life uh, insurance companies in green insurance. So um, they exclude uh, the, the ones that cover the life insurance. What's a reinsurer? Um, well, what's that? A reinsurer is um, the insurance for insurance companies. So oh, okay. your normal insurance companies, they'll also buy insurance to protect themselves. I see, I see. Okay, so so then you, you guys, I guess, operate in the non-life insurance. That's everything else except life. Uh, what would that be? I mean, what kind of uh, insurance products would that consist of? Um, we're talking your assets, uh, like your vehicles, your businesses, your houses, and uh, liabilities. So covers for when you are being sued, your directors and officers. So these mm. are the type of insurances that are covered in the non-life space. So, yeah, contractors, insurances. Anything that's got to do with physical assets and liability. Sure, sure. So so today we're starting off a series, I guess, where we're going to be talking about uh, a few related matters out in the world of non-life insurance. Uh, what can our listeners expect, I guess, uh, to form part of these discussions? Um, this is a 10-part program. Of course, this is our first interview. We will be looking at uh, personal risk and the importance of uh, non-life insurance as a safety net so mm. we, we're going to touch into the rules or that governs how insurance work how to buy insurance your responsibility as a policyholder um what is the legislative framework and protection of consumers out there in terms of when they bought insurances how they can claim we'll also touch um on some topical issues that may arise as, as we, you know, go along, like your load sheddings and all those things. That And listeners are welcome to write to us uh, and inform us of any other insurance-related matter that they want us to clarify. Mm, mm. And, and I guess, you know, in, in doing this kind of work, um, you know, things like funeral cover, I often find are a big part of, or I guess the risk of one passing on and uh, there being a need uh, for all manner of arrangements. Uh, it seems that that is the one of the risks that are probably most insured in South Africa. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, is, is there a big question outside of that and maybe other sort of more itemized forms of insurance where, you know, I'm insuring products in my house? Um, is there some responsibility on me uh, to make sure that those products are well looked after or... You know, if they insured, well, you know, it is what it is if I lose them. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, the funeral space is, is one product that is being bought. But uh, we're now seeing people buying a lot of assets. Mm. So what we're seeing is our lifestyle um, exposes us to certain risks. You know, let's say the car you, you drive is exposed to being involved in an accident, the type of cell phones, the houses we live in. Can, we can have break-ins. So no. when we talk non-life insurance, we then say it is part of risk management because 
on our day-to-day living, we are exposed to these risks. Firstly, our assets can be damaged. Um, I can give an example of um, you can forget to close your, your your gate and your dog goes out and bites somebody or you can cut a tree and it falls and you are sued. So these are general risks that we are exposed to. As human beings, we do take reasonable steps of putting things like burglar bars to our houses, uh, changing our behavior or in terms of driving to mitigate risks. But um, the the reality is there's certain risks that are beyond our control. For example, uh, the flooding that we see in South Africa, where our assets, we see people's houses being damaged. So insurance or non-life insurance is about managing the risk. So mm. where your personal uh, action has, has got limitations or, you know, it cannot protect you against the risk. Insurance becomes your second layer of protection or a second uh, a safety net where you can mitigate against financial losses by claiming on your insurance company. And and I guess, you know, this, as you say, people are getting a lot more assets um, and I guess that then presents certain risks. Some of these risks one can control and some of them one can't. I mean, we're seeing a lot of you know, things happening at the moment, we're seeing flooding, we're seeing other, what are called acts of God, uh, often in the world of insurance that are unfolding. Uh, To what degree, I guess, is insurance important for those kind of risks? Um, Very important, uh, Ayabonga, because normally when we uh, um, buy these assets, uh, we assume we're going to have them for a long, or some of us are hoping we can even pass them to the next generation. Mm. And when they are exposed, they can leave a financial, they can ruin us uh, financially or leave a big dent because you have to replace them, you know. So when you've got insurance, then your insurance policy kicks in to uh, put you, so the whole basis of insurance is putting you back to where you were before the incident happened. So insurance comes in and replace your car if it's been stolen or pay you for the amount of money that you would have lost you know, when having that car. So that's the main importance of having non-life insurance. Mm, mm. And and I guess, you know, the, the other element is around, you know, any form of financial services always has its scammers. There are always people who are offering, you know, all manner of other products on the margins of legality. Um, and I guess this is something we'll probably talk about over the next few weeks or so. But uh, just as we, you know, uh, wrap up, what would your message to many of our listeners be insofar as, I guess, um, exercising some discernment um, in relation to some of these non-life insurance uh, products? Um, the first thing is reading your, your policy document. You know, insurance Yo, works But those on, documents are uh, so big, Musidi. <laughs> um, that is the reason why we're coming on radio to share with people some of the main uh, conditions that they need to be aware of. Mm. However, people need to ask questions on the people who are selling insurance to them. It is important that they explain the critical or what we call material facts to every individual. And when we touch on uh, policyholder protection rules, we're going to talk about that to say you are entitled to for, for, for whoever is selling the product to you to explain to you it to you in your language so that you can understand it. So the, the challenge is and what we're asking is people need to read the documents or ask 
that it, it be interpreted, you know, to get to understand some of these conditions that may affect them. Mm. Musiri, thank you very much for your time and I look forward, I guess, to the discussions we're going to have on this platform about that. But thank you very much for your time. Okay, then. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That day was... Um yeah, Musiri speaking to us uh, tonight. Uh, Musiri Shumang from uh, the uh, South African Insurance Association, where she is a consumer education expert. This segment was sponsored by the South African Insurance Association, and listeners can contact SIA on 011-726-5381, or you can email info at sia.co.za.